Welcome to Pursuing God Podcast. I am your host, Adobe Nduka. I am the Spiritual Formation Director of North City Church. And in this podcast, we are having conversations on spiritual formation in the way of Jesus. I honestly believe you cannot grow spiritually on your own. So I am inviting you to go ahead and reach out on Facebook, on Instagram, on our website at NorthCityChurchMPLS.com. Or you can email me. My email address is adobe at northcitychurchmpls.com. Welcome and enjoy the conversation. Let's do this, Adobe. All right, let's go. So welcome to our first um, episode of our new podcast. Thank you for joining us. And our podcast is Pursuing God. So my name is Adobe Nduka. I am the Spiritual Formation Director of North City Church, and my... J.D., Pastor J.D. Uh, absolutely. He's the co-lead pastor. Co-lead oh, pastor absolutely. of North City Church yes. that is launching this podcast. Awesome. So, other than the um, technical experience, <laughs> how's your life been this week? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, let's take a break from all the technical experiences. <laughs> My life is good. I'm playing catch up this week. Okay. I got to take my uh, my parents out west. I did the camping thing. I know. Um, That's awesome, though. People are just like, I don't know why you sleep on the ground. Like, what is appealing about sleeping on the ground? I, I can. And I have to say, I completely agree with you. I, there is nothing <laughs> appealing about sleeping on the ground. It's just that everything else about it is so cool. So okay. it's good. I had a, like, you know, near, near-death experience with a rattler snake. Did I tell you about oh, this? Oh, No. So I, my oh dad my and I gosh. were fishing, and uh, this deer came up and uh, out of the bushes, oh and we're gosh. like, oh, let's go check this thing out, because right. we're still hiding in there. Mm-hmm. We went down the trail, spooked the thing, it was fun to watch, and then backtracked the same steps we had just walked, and my dad just stops, and he goes, that's a rattlesnake. I'm like, what just came out of your mouth? <laughs> like, what? So wow. I'm like, you know good midwest kid not a west kid just freaking out in my mind i hate snakes to Me begin too. with Me and too. then the rattlesnake and sure enough it had a rattle and mm. we survived to live the tail so i'm oh, doing good good uh family's great i'm good. excited for this what about you how, how are you doing man listen i am excited um i've i've had a busy week however it is a good busy good busy is a good busy because I look forward to do all the things. So chilled out at your parents' house. You did, yeah. Wisconsin. We yeah. loved it. Chilled right by the lake. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Prepared a sermon. Prepared for um, our first digital neighborhood. Yeah. At six. So that was fun. I, I, I just truly enjoyed myself. So excited for today. So. Yes. So go. what is this? What is today? What are we doing? What are we talking about today? All right. How are we launching this podcast? All right. So this is how we're going to launch this podcast. Our first topic is, of course, for us to discuss spiritual formation. What exactly is spiritual formation? So this is my definition. This is how I define it. Uh, spiritual formation um, is a process, gradual, lifelong devotion to learn and develop a deep, intimate relationship with God, which in turn will help you to have a better relationship with yourself 
and others. Hmm. I really like that. Yeah. Anything you want to add to it? Yeah. I... Oh, how? Oh, well, how would you define spiritual? <laughs> how about that? How would I? How would I define? Yeah. It? Yeah, my headphones are freaking out right now. So. Okay. <laughs> More technical experiences. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how it, that's such a huge thing. How would I define spiritual formation? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's other areas that we invest in formation in our life, our education, our, our physical lives, uh, we eat well. And I just think that there's this sense that the spiritual life needs attention. Mm. Spiritual formation, just like we're formed in other ways by the activities we choose uh, to engage in mm-hmm. spiritual formation is something that we can be intentional with intentional. and I think um, the spiritual life or spiritual components of one's life um, they're kind of like they exist whether you think they do or not and True. if you're not attentive to it mm-hmm. if you're not aware of it then you're being formed in ways that you don't even know mm-hmm. so spiritual formation is about being intentional with one's spiritual life and how you're being formed spiritually and there's this assumption that your spiritual life is one component of your life that has the deepest influence on every other area of your life. I sincerely mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. And uh, aligning things spiritually, and as we're going to talk about in this podcast, mm-hmm. in the way of Jesus, mm-hmm. makes other aspects of your life come into focus and comes into being. One of my uh, good friends, Christine Osgood, talks about spiritual formation in terms of like a wheel of being. Okay. Like there's different aspects of your life. You got physical oh, life, your okay. mental life, uh, your emotional, emotional. life, mm-hmm. your relational life, and your spiritual life is one component of that. And mm. it's often when we, it's out of focus for us or we don't pay attention to it. Uh, she gives this image of holding up a piece of paper and if you were to press down on one side of the wheel, mm. everything else gets sucked down with it. Gotcha. So I think many of us are living our lives not being attentive to our spiritual life mm-hmm. and we don't even fully know the ramifications of not being attentive to that. Mm-hmm. When we stop to pay attention, we can realize the ramifications of, of, of being unaware of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm excited to discover over this podcast and talking about spiritual formation is how Jesus invites us into being aware of our well-being across the board through our own spiritual formation. So. All right. Well, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That's a pastor's answer right there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right. So this leads me to the next question, which is what is Christian spirituality? Right. Yeah. So there's an article that you sent me. I actually really like that article. Mm-hmm. It's written by... Ruth Haley Barton, mm-hmm. and the title of this article is the Old, Tes- uh, the Old Testament Tells All. And in this article, she writes, uh, spirituality is all the ways in which human beings reach for God, for truth, for personal significance, and for ultimate meaning. And so she said, well, within the Christian framework, that word spiritual spirituality um, signifies of the Holy Spirit. So basically, she's saying that the Holy in the spirit in the Christian spirituality sense is the Holy Spirit leading us um, to God, to all truth, mm-hmm. to personal significance, and to ultimate meaning. So we rely on the Holy Spirit to do that for us. So that's how I love Ruth Haley Barton. Mm-hmm. Side note: Yeah, I met her once. You did. And. <laughs> I hope she never finds this podcast. <laughs> I, should that. I just remember her stare. 
Oh my really? gosh. Have you ever met someone who just seems so like grounded in themselves mm. and so whole that she just looked at me. I'm like, holy <laughs> expletive, which then like made it worse. Cause I'm like, I'm swearing in my brain. This, this person is looking at me with these really intense eyeballs. Yeah, and That's I think, hilarious. Uh, Ruth Haley Barton is an amazing teacher and that's mm. an amazing definition of spirituality. And her uh, her eyes showed that she lived this. She mm. didn't just teach it. And it was like, mm. uh, you know, those different instances in the Bible, and this relates to spirituality, where there's people who re- who, who can who know mm. that someone's been with God. Mm. You know? Like, and maybe you're listening to this podcast or watching this online and you you've you've experienced that mm-hmm. like you've come across someone that you're like dang that person's been with god mm. and i've had i've certainly had those experiences multiple times mm-hmm. and came away from those interactions just thirsty and oh, hungry That's to awesome. i'm like hey whatever's going on with however you're connecting with god i want that you're pursuing you god, know what i mean like let me get some <laughs> of that because I uh, hear you. I think what I see in their eyes and in their life is this peace, mm. this rootedness, this mm. calm in the midst of whatever adversity. Mm-hmm. So much so that they can like look me in the eye, right? And um, I I can feel known by that person, even though I don't know them, right? And may even be terrified. By <laughs> so sorry for that anecdote. No, but, um, but I think that is I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, l- I love how she has defined that. Yeah, okay. I love that. I mean, I love reading her, her article. I'm, she was talking about how, how she was getting frustrated just with, I guess, religion or Christianity itself. And I'm paraphrasing this. I'm, this is not exact words, but she said something to the fact that she did not want Christianity anymore. She just want God. Mm. And I thought that was so powerful mm. and so real because, you know, Christianity, depending on how you're raised, uh, what you're supposed to, that can distort certain things. Mm. But when you just pursue God himself, man, that changes the game. I mean, even if you read the Bible, if you're not reading, asking God, okay, show me who you are, you can come to the Bible with your own stuff and then interpret the Bible through your own lenses or your own insecurities Mm -hmm. um, or your own judgments. But when you go into the Bible saying, okay, Lord, show me who you are, and then let him do the teaching, let him show you, that's a whole different mindset. Yeah. I mean, definitely the Bible becomes a mirror for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I love I love that. Yeah, that's so good. We, yeah. we over-encumber ourselves so often with expectations that we carry from either our upbringing, like mm-hmm. you're saying, or mm-hmm. our own perception of what spirituality should be. Mm-hmm. And we lose sight of the fact that at its core, it's enjoying or pursuing God. So I, oh, I hope in these conversations that that can come out. I, um, I'm reminded of in the Gospel of Matthew mm-hmm. where Jesus says uh, to his disciples, Come to me, all who are weary mm-hmm. and burdened, mm-hmm. and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. 
and you will le and learn from me, mm -hmm. for I am gentle and humble in heart, and I will find rest for your souls. For your, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Absolutely. All right, let's try not to preach here, but um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there's so much in that verse of what you, oh just, what you were just talking about, right. where it's like our spiritual life can be so uh, religious, and I think mm -hmm. even the message version of that text, mm -hmm. Eugene Peterson says. Uh, if you're burnt out on religion, mm. come discover my unforced rhythms of grace. So, Ooh, so that's awesome. Why, why is it mm. that we get into these rhythms of religious burdensomeness, I guess I want to say. Mm -hmm. and what is it like, and these are the fundamental questions that I hope we can explore, what mm -hmm. is it like to experience this rest that Jesus offers? Mm. What is it like when he's talking about this yoke, mm. which in its immediate sense sounds like, uh, so you're, you're comparing me to an ox <laughs> who uh, has to put something on their shoulders. I don't know. It may be ox is better than a sheep. He does call that's us sheep. True, that's true. <laughs> I suppose in perspective of all of the animals in which Jesus know. loves to talk about, ox is a step up. And of course, oh, and of course, gosh. in that context, like Amidia's like yoke. What are you talking about, eggs? Right. But like, uh, it's about this older ox taking a younger ox mm. under its wing, mm. under its yoke. That mm -hmm. big thing that goes across both of the ox and pulling the weight, mm. doing the work, mm -hmm. and showing how to distribute one's weight throughout life. Mm. Um, how to navigate the ins and the outs of everyday life and that ultimately brings peace and rest so Man. what a beautiful image i of, know of pursuing god oh and i gosh. hope it, a redemptive one mm -hmm. for us uh, in this journey yeah so. I, I actually like that image because you know we, emmanuel god with us yeah. so for him to say i am with you even in the darkness even in the plowing in, in, even in the dirt, I am with you. So you're not plowing by yourself. You know what I mean? So I, I love that image. That just, you know, popped up in my head. So what has pursuing God looked like for you in your life? Yeah, well, I'm excited to hear it. I get, I'm going to ask you that. Oh, really? <laughs> ask me another question. I'm going to ask you that question. Hey, well, oh. that's such a huge question. Mm -hmm. And I hope that part of some of these conversations that we'll have every week will unpack some of those things. Yeah. But the thing that uh, came to mind when you asked me that question is it really hasn't looked the same. Okay. Uh, there, there have been some consistent rhythms in mm -hmm. my life, consistent practices, but I've mm -hmm. really had to, in different stages of life, mm -hmm. in different circumstances, had to re-engage and recalibrate okay. ways in which I am pursuing God. So okay. There's some constants, you know, like uh, prayer generally has been so transformative for me mm -hmm. um, and has become inner constant dialogue with God at mm -hmm. seasons of life. Okay. Sometimes prayer has just meant silence. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hope we can talk about that mm -hmm. a little bit in future episodes. Right. Um, 
I've been through the dark nights of the soul. Mm, um, yeah. I've been through the seasons of doubt mm. where I've been screaming for God to just say something. Mm-hmm. And I've been on, you know, the floor in old sanctuaries where I didn't expect to have a holy moment, mm. just kind of crumbling under the presence of God as well. So, Thank like... <laughs> This is part of the game. You don't get you don't get to control. <laughs> You're, uh, you have a role to play, but right. there's there's this dynamic. Um, you know, I've even heard. I think it was Ruth Haley Barton herself described the soul and the spiritual life, mm. much like uh, an elusive fawn in a meadow or something like that. Mm. So uh, pursuing God in that way isn't a consistent thing that like we'll have consistent ways of connecting with God but sometimes it can be this elusive mm. sort of like we have to try and re-engage it's like playing hide and go seek or oh, some, yeah. something yeah, yeah, yeah. in in the meadow and I, I you know I I love what we settled on for a title for this podcast yes. <laughs> there was like 50 Listen. iterations of it oh my god we were like okay what is spiritual formation mm-hmm. is it enjoying god is it practicing the way of jesus mm-hmm. what are we talking about mm-hmm. and you're like what about this i'm right. like well what about this and i love what we landed on because mm-hmm. in my own experience it has been this pursuit mm-hmm. and i almost like a a childlike joy pursuit of God mm-hmm. where there's frustration mm-hmm. I remember playing hide and go seek the other day with one of my kids mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> it was dad where the are you, you know? <laughs> like I've tried so hard and then this joy when there is this discovery mm. and, um, yeah so I hope that wasn't too nebulous but uh, it's yeah. looked like a lot of different things and mm-hmm. I hope that we can explore the different things uh, this this through this podcast Reckless, yeah for what me, about you for me i honestly because i'm a hopeless romantic okay i love i when me couples i always like to know how'd you guys meet you know i, I love the love story so for me personally i honestly went to god and said okay everything i thought i knew about you i'm gonna take all of them throw in the trash can and I was like, okay, I'm going to pursue you like I'm pursuing a lover. Mm. So now I want you to teach me what you like, teach me what you don't like, what are your favorite things, what things that you hate. You know, pursuing him in that literally like a lover. Yeah. Like I met someone I really like, he's really cute. And I'm like, okay, you did all this stuff for me. I don't know why you love me this way. So let me explore and find out who you are. Mm-hmm. So literally that was literally my mindset. So every time I risk scripture is trying to find out who he is, what is his char- characteristics, mm-hmm. his loving, his kind, you know, all these things. And then honestly, the next step for me was, and which was challenging also was, okay, God did all this stuff for me, but now God is requiring something from me. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's demanding this two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I've been loving you, and he's been a one-way street, and you've been loving other things. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to prove to me that you love me. I've proven to you that I love you yeah. by giving Jesus and giving my Holy Spirit. I'm with you. So it's time for you to repay that. And I know what it's like to love somebody and that person don't love you back. That's heartbreaking. And I remember going to God and saying, okay, I know what this feels like. This is very painful. 
and I pray I don't do that to you again. If I've done it before, I, I am just asking for forgiveness, and I don't care what you say for me to do, I don't, whatever it is, I would do it, because I don't want your heart to be broken that way ever again. And so, thus, the journey. <laughs> that's the journey and man yes he has asked tough things of me and I said Lord if you went to the grave for me surely yeah. and besides what I'm going through I'm not going through by myself anyway you're with me so yeah. just give me the right perspective give me the grace and let me walk it out so that's beautiful <laughs> I think at this point, probably people who are listening are like, okay, I'm with you guys. Mm -hmm. I like listening to this so far, mm -hmm. but where are we headed? What are we, what are we going to get into here? Okay. What are the things that we're going to do? And I, um, I think someone listening might be like, I've heard people say that spirituality is just this really personal thing mm. or, uh, it's either this really personal thing or there is just tons of expectations that someone's putting on you. Mm. And so if someone was listening to this and saying, okay, how is what you guys are going to explore, how is that different than this is just a really personal thing, do mm -hmm. what's right for you? Mm -hmm. How is that different than, hey, here's the set of expectations mm. or a heavy burden that you have to do mm -hmm. to experience God's presence? Mm -hmm. What is it that we're exploring that tells a different story? And obviously, as I'm indicating in the tone of my question, there is a different story. It mm -hmm. is the way of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But how are we going to have this conversation? How, how are we going to, what are we going to discover along the way? Mm -hmm. What are the things that if someone continues to listen to this podcast, what are we going to talk about? So this is the thing. We are going to talk about different spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. All practices. I, for me, I call it disciplines. Mm -hmm. um, different kinds of disciplines that um, that people for gen centuries really have practiced mm -hmm. and have been proven to be um, true, proven to to work, mm -hmm. because um, we are serving a God that is spirit; mm -hmm. He's not flesh. So there are mo spiritual muscles that we need to exercise and walk and work to stay connected to him. So, um, for this, um, well, for this, uh, session of the podcast, we are going to walk through the, uh, a book that, um, what's his name? Um, Richard Foster, Foster. Mm -hmm. the book he wrote called celebration of disciplines. Mm -hmm. And he broke down the disciplines into three sections, three main sections, which is inner disciplines, outer disciplines, and corporate disciplines. Inner disciplines is something you do personally yeah. within yourself. Outer disciplines are uh, disciplines that you apply with other people, how you inter interact with other people. And then corporate discipline is the discipline within the church, mm -hmm. how we do it as a community. And so the first half, of course, we're going to tackle is the inner disciplines. And these are the three disciplines he has for the inner, for the inner discipline, which is meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. 
And so for each of these, we are gonna it's gonna have its own episode. We're not gonna cover all four in one episode. Cool. So Whoa. each of, no, that's a lot. That's a lot. No, yeah. each of them will have its own episode because cool. I think each of them are heavy, mm-hmm. um, and people might have questions. So um, for the next um, episode, we're gonna go into meditation. What is the definition of meditation? Do Christians meditate? How do we meditate? Hmm. Uh, there are other people and of other faiths that do do meditation. So what does it look like for Christians to do meditation? Yeah, what is Christian meditation? Exactly. What does that look like? So we are going to explore all of that in the next episode. Nice. You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to know all you need to know. That's what you said, going to cover everything. <laughs> you will be an expert in meditation. Uh, listen, we're going to try. We're going to yeah. try. We're going to try. Yeah. You know, we're going to lay some foundation. And then, you know, you can build the building if you like but we'll give you for sure some foundation um that will work so um for you what spiritual disciplines do you practice right now out of those four it's giving me again meditation okay prayer okay no no give them to me again okay meditation meditation prayer prayer, fasting fasting, study study yeah um all of them in different forms okay and at different times and with very little consistency (laughs) (laughs) so which one do you practice uh, more though what which one prayer obvious uh well i shouldn't say obviously i mean like but that is the most consistent one okay um sneak preview what Mm -hmm. that's looked like in me is i've i've really uh that is mostly consists of listening Mm. um and mostly while i'm physically active so like going on walks okay so well, that know, is cool. I don't want to give you the, the whole episode. Um, <laughs> but so like, funny. <laughs> I'm in a state of mind where like my mind is racing 24-7 and mm. I need my body to be doing something okay. if I am actually listening well. Like I need my body to move wow. to be able to listen. Okay. And um, the other practice that I've implemented in that is I text out my prayers now. Like... I really? Usually, I usually try to like totally separate any electronics from okay. my prayer life. Right. Um, and I still do that to some degree. Okay. But I have found it really beautiful the pace of like if I were texting a friend. So Stop I have this it. whole folder in my notes that's okay. prayer, and I just sit there and I'll just vent. No I'll just kidding. let the you know the raw unfiltered mm-hmm. parts of my heart before God. Absolutely just come through my thumbs right honestly that's how he wants it honestly i don't care anybody say i you know at different seasons of my life it's been this verbal communication with god right but there's just for some reason in this season of life some deeper level of honesty and transformation that's coming through my thumbs gotcha my gotcha um, so that's what that Sneak preview, but that's what the one for me. What oh, about, that what is about for cool. You of, the, of the early ones? No, see, for me, I write my prayers down. I journal them. Yeah. Oh, man. It, uh, I've, been, I've been doing this since October 17, 2017. Wow. And, man, I've never been the same. I love yeah. it. Really? Oh, my gosh. It is I'm so envious. good. I, <laughs> I want to journal. I want to have, like, the, the really cool looking journal listen instead of texting you can write (laughs) it down (laughs) so i should i should like employ someone to put beautiful handwriting you are so funny i'm just kidding you are hilarious (laughs) yeah i yeah i journal i mean i don't even know how many journals now i have it's ridiculous i go through them like crazy but yeah prayer 
in a journaling form. Because before I used to do it out loud on my knees, but now I'm just on the desk and bring that thing out okay. and I go. And I think that with meditation, and I, I would say that will go also hand with meditation because I write and then I sit mm-hmm. for a while. So I'll say for me, pray and meditation. Fasting, listen. Okay, I grew up where, man, like fasting was something you did so that you can get a quick answer from God. Hmm. Like, I mean, it was like. It was like transactional. It's like. Exactly. Like, you know, something's going on, something tough is going on. Like, it's time to pray and fast. You know, it was like second nature. Mm-hmm. No doubt. But for me, God was like, okay. For you to fast, I have to be the one to tell you it's time f- for you to fast. You're not, no, you're not just going to start fasting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because, nice. you know, once, because, and what he was teaching me is patience. Because in my mind, I took fasting as, oh, if I fast, you know, seven days or 21 days and I get an answer from God real quick, he was like, ah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you fast, it's because I allow you to fast. So then what he did with me was create this um, muscle of patience and sitting yeah. in his presence and just wait for it and just stay persistent in my prayer. Yeah. So for me to fast now is he has to say, okay, I want you to fast. And then I can literally feel the grace of it yeah. for me to fast. Or like before it used to be second, but now he's like, uh-uh, you're not, mm-mm, no. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. We cover those oh, things. yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So this about is the that. inner world we're talking about. Oh, like yeah. Meditation, prayer, fasting, fasting and study. And study. Mm-hmm. So then, what's what's we're gonna we're gonna hang there for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna move to the interpersonal. The out, yeah, the inner person. So that he called it the outer, okay, the outer discipline. I did yeah. not write those down. I don't have them with <laughs> okay. me. Sorry. You gotta stay tuned to learn more. I yeah. uh, they they're gonna write. I'm taking it one portion at a time. I don't want to give people too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, anything you want to add? Yeah, yeah. Anything well, you want to I would just say as close? we as we close here, we know that this was a bit of a teaser, but we want to leave you. You watching on Facebook. What up, everybody? Yay. Um, and <laughs> listening to the podcast with something to try. And, mm. um, yeah, let me let me cue this up, this Go practice. Um, Go ahead. Because it's something that uh, became really important to me in my spiritual life. And I think what's distinct about Christian spirituality, as we said at the beginning, is that it's relational. Mm. Like, I think us Christians mm. take for granted that much of the other aspects of spirituality in the world are not relational. They mm. may be interpersonal with, in, interpersonal with the self, mm. or there is this some fear of a deity out there that you must please by mm. your actions. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why we chose the title Pursuing God is that the fundamental thing that should excite you about these conversations, if you're listening, and excites me about having these conversations is we get to talk about a God who not only created the world, but is infinitely curious about us Mm. and infinitely uh, joyous Mm -hmm. to learn and teach us who we are Mm -hmm. and be in relationship and commune with us. Mm. God himself 
is in relationship among Trinity. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get too theological here. So relationally based spirituality with God is what we're going to talk about. For sure. And um, when I think about that, I think about the one of the best marriage advices I've ever got was to consistently ask my wife, Christian Ann, mm-hmm. how are you experiencing our relationship? Which <laughs> is, is a question sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I love to ask. Because <laughs> you know you have, you, like, you have some brownie points. Games. You're like, yeah. I've, I've, I've she better remember this. I've done the flowers. I've done the gifts. <laughs> planned the birthday parties. I'm like, babe, how are you experiencing <laughs> this fantastic relationship that I'm cultivating? But more often than not, I would say it's like, oh, yeah, I got to ask that question mm. as a discipline. Mm. Um how often do you ask that question? Is it every it's anniversary or? Oh, no. Oh. oh, I'd be in trouble if it was. Once a year. She'd be like, man, don't, don't, it's been so long. Don't even think about answering that question. But no, this is like a oh, staple gosh. date night question. Gotcha. Right? And, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. It's, it's that moment in date night where things kind of get like, okay, we're going to talk about us now. Gotcha. Um, and I ask her she asked me how are you experiencing our relationship because um there's this acknowledgement of the relationship the Mm. relationship is two people but it's also one thing together Mm. and our spirituality at its best is that it's it's two people two beings interacting and we make something together the bible calls that a covenant Mm -hmm. in a lot of contexts that Mm -hmm. but the beauty of god is he wants to be in covenant relationship with us And so there was a huge preface for the, the, the practice that I want to encourage people, if you're listening to this first podcast, to take. Mm-hmm. And that is asking God, mm. you know, how is our relationship? Mm. I don't know. It feels appropriate Ooh, to snap. Do you feel something? Do you yeah, feel something? Yeah. Do you feel a little? Mm. Yeah, and I, I, I acknowledge that some of Ooh. you, as soon as you heard that question, like, no, nope, not going there. Is it ready for that and that's cool that's cool hang with us but for for some of y'all the reason you're listening to this podcast and the reason you're listening to the end is that there's a real burning in your heart to re-engage with parts of your past where you had this just intimate connection with god and Mm -hmm. you so crave that and because of circumstances in your life stage of life um you you just haven't felt that in Mm. a while and mm. I think to open the window to this relationship or, you know, open the door maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Than crack, really crack the door open crack, some. A little bit more. With a chain at the door maybe. Yeah. Yep. Just be like, hey. Just start the conversation mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's too intimidating to talk directly with God right now, you, you know I really encourage that. Um, ask someone you really trust. Um, to ask you or get in a conversation where there's understood that they would ask you the question back. <laughs> um, how are you doing spiritually? Mm. To kind of just, if it's just safer to talk about like, hey, how's this really going right now? Gotcha. So, what would you add to that? What, like, is there any further steps you would take to, this is really, this conversation is opening the conversations we're gonna have, but mm-hmm. how, would, how would someone do that uh, in their own way? Um, depending on who you're, if you're a writer, hmm. sit, sit down with a journal, write the question down, say it out loud, and just sit and wait for maybe the first thought that comes to mind, mm-hmm. a nudge, whatever it is, write that down. Mm-hmm. If you're even afraid 
to ask the question, say, tell that to God. Say, Lord, I'm going to be honest, but I'm afraid to ask you this question. Mm. Because I think I know the answer to this, but I honestly don't even want to hear the answer. Just be honest with him. Just tell him, um, I'm afraid. And like for you, you know, you're saying some people might be intimidated. Just for the person to say, Lord, uh, honestly, I don't even know if you hear me right now. And I feel kind of weird even coming to you because I've never even come to you before. <laughs> yeah. I've always trying to figure it out. Or every time I come to you, it's always a, uh, in a time of emergency. Mm-hmm. Or I allocate someone I think is more spiritual than I to pray because I think you hear them better. Right. So it's like this weird. So I'm feeling weird right now. So just be honest with that. Yeah. Be honest with that. You know, wherever you are. I don't feel spiritual enough to talk to you. Say that to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're a little nervous. Say you're nervous. And you just wait to see what he has to say. And say, okay, Lord, help me from here. Because yeah. I cannot do this on my own. Yeah. Just be honest with him. Mm. Be honest with him. So that was what I would say. And if you do this... Um, we would love to hear your response. So yeah. we'd love for you to email me at Adobe, A as an Apple, D as in David, A as an Apple, O for Orange, B for Boy, <laughs> I for India. <laughs> I love that. At com. So email me. Let, me. let us know. We would love to hear um, what is going on with you if you are doing this stuff, what has God been saying to you? How have you been feeling about with these questions? Just talk to us. Let us know. If you have also, if you have any questions about meditation, hey, shoot me an email um, so we can address it for the next um, episode. So we'll love to hear from you. So please email us. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love for you to be a part of the conversation and join us. <laughs> we're gonna work through the technical experiences. Yes, for we're sure. gonna we're gonna get better at uh, being live at eight. Thanks for joining us, those yeah. who stuck with us uh, this time. But I just want to acknowledge that it feels like we've been talking about a friend and they're not here. <laughs> uh, talking about God and pursuing Him. Would you mind if I prayed? Oh, to, I was about to ask uh, you anyway. Just, just close. Yeah, go um, go for it. And just welcome God into this journey with us. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, as we close this first podcast, God, we pray um, that this uh, very thing, by having these conversations and by people listening, those who are listening right now on the podcast and on Facebook, God, this would be a spark in their pursuit of you. And God, we ask for you to move and honor that. And even now, as people are listening, uh, may they feel your closeness with them, God. May they, uh, in their spirits, uh, have a reawakening uh, towards this desire to be in relationship with you, to let that relationship form every other area of their life, God, and center it and uh, bring it into wholeness and meaning. Um, Jesus, we look for you in this process. We long for that yoke that is easy and light. God, I pray through this process and really specifically in people's lives who listened through this podcast that you would create rest and peace for them as they rediscover or discover new ways of connecting with you. Mm -hmm. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen.